Welcome again, everyone, to the Two Toms Talk and Travel podcast. We are the official travel experts here in Podcast Town. And if you don't believe us, just ask the mayor. Ready to get down to business and talk some travel, Tom? And let's do it. Well, today is July 1st, so happy birthday, America. We are rolling into the 4th of July weekend. Are you the guy week? that always calls somebody like three days before their flipping birthday? I do, yeah. you, you got to be the first guy. No, 12 01, midnight, you're no, calling somebody. I look ahead birthday. on Facebook and then I uh, send them a note three days ahead of time. So, any big plans for you? So, did you, you send Facebook a happy birthday note this morning because it is July 1st? I did not. <laughs> you better get on it. So, got any big plans? Going to do anything? Oh, exciting? of course. Picnic family, the whole deal. Rolling into the 4th of July weekend, my take on today being July 1st, yeah, I'm excited about the holidays, spending time with family, picnicking, pooling, all that sort of stuff, but I am more thrilled that today is July 1st and 2020 is now officially more than halfway over. Tell me about it. It can't happen soon enough. Shoot me. Get me out of this. So in each of our episodes, we're going to have a little segment. We're going to start off talking a little bit about what's new, what's happening, what the heck is going on out there. Um, very excited. We've been waiting a long time. We are now officially seeing our friends in Mexico opening their hotels and, and Jamaica as well, the Caribbean, parts of the Caribbean. But Mexico officially opened for business today. So that is fantastic news. What do you think of that? You ready to go? I am more than ready to go. In fact, we are going to have a special guest later on in the show that's going to She's join us. She's really excited yeah. that uh, yeah, today's opening. a really big day for yeah, them. So big. definitely looking forward to that. We're not going to give it away. We're going to make you wait, but Blatter it's going to be great. She's fantastic. In addition to that, one of my very favorite places in the world is opening today, the Eldorado Royale. I bet you I've been there. I bet you I've stayed there 25 times. Are you truly a Royale guy or are you a, a Royale with cheese or a Royale? <laughs> well, they you don't have, have a quarter pounder. I guess in I'd more technically be the, a Casitas guy because I do love that section That's of the hotel. Where I was going but, with that. but we've all been there a million times. Lots and lots of fond memories made at that place. And so excited to see them opening up Lost today. Lost memories in that place, yeah, too. That is, that is some good people there right now. And it goes beyond, it's a family thing. So we're looking forward to I'm going to tell you what, I am been jealous because in the last week, we've seen our travel agency brethren heading down and going to Mexico, hitting the El Dorados, seeing our properties, our friends at Lomas, who do such a great job with their transfers and excursions down in Mexico. I'm getting FOMO, man. Yeah, I'm getting FOMO. FOMO. And I'm yeah, not I'm one of those past. guys, but I haven't been on a plane since Puerto Vallarta at the end of February. And I'm like shaking. Right. And then as of tomorrow, if you're going on a Delta plane, what's going to happen? Life is going to get a little bit better, my friend. Take the edge off. Yeah. Podcast number one. And one of our top stories was no alcohol served on major U.S. carriers. Well, that's changing tomorrow. And speaking of Delta, here's, I want to give Delta a little bit of a shout out. First of all, they're bringing back the spirits of flying, which is a great thing. But they're also, as of today, July 1st, they're still committed to keeping the plane with an empty seat in between. And I say that because American Airlines made an announcement that they're going to go back to full load. They're going to be loading up their planes, which potentially means the price is going to come down a little bit compared to Delta. Delta is going to need to keep the prices up a little bit to offset those empty seats. But I think it's a great effort by Delta to be able to stick to their guns and be able to provide a safer environment right now as we continue to learn more about the COVID and being contagious and things like that. So kudos to Delta for the booze, number one. I can now, another reason to drink before seven in the morning. And kudos to them for being able to stick with the spacing and the proper distancing on a flight. Well, you operate on the five o'clock somewhere rule anyways, don't you? Absolutely. Sure. No no doubt about it. Yeah. So that's pretty cool stuff. I am enjoying seeing the world kind of coming back to 
I don't even want to say normalcy, but just coming back, man. Yeah, We're coming back. Incremental steps. Now, on the not so good side, we got to talk about this. So, European Union and Europe is starting to open up now. And hey, you know what? The good news is today's July 1st and Europe is open. Yes, the bad news is not to America. Did you ever see Caddyshack? Oh, yeah, this, like 27 this times. This situation, this scenario reminds me of when Danny Noonan is caddying for the reverend or the pastor. And he starts talking to him a little bit about the Boys and Girls Center. And Danny goes, oh, I often thought of becoming a priesthood. And the pastor goes, oh, you're Catholic? Never mind. You're not invited. That's exactly how I'm feeling about the European Union. Hey, we're open, except for you. You're not invited. Until we get some things under control from the COVID standpoint, with some of what we're experiencing now, we're going to have to watch the European access and... And uh, same thing in some of the other destinations, you know, there's still protocols, there's still some restrictions. There's a lot of things that you need to know. So you definitely got to stay in touch with your travel agent and make sure that. It's interesting because you can still get into the British Isles, I believe. And I think Iceland was the other one that Americans are still allowed to fly into. There's very limited, multiple change of planes to get there. But it's funny because they say they're accepting it, but you still, with those destinations, you got a 14-day quarantine. So when you get there, you got to be quarantined for 14 days. The interesting thing, and I mean, this from a travel agency standpoint, obviously our agency does a lot, a lot of Europe. So this this is a pretty heavy impact for us because we still had a lot of business on the books for September, October, November to Europe. This is going to cancel it. But the thing that they're not really talking about is there's a formula and it's based on the number of cases per 100,000. And the EU is going to review this every two weeks. I don't know if there's a political back end. There's always a political back end to this. So we're going to end up seeing, you know, by the time this episode airs, it could be all different. It could be a completely different story, man, because I will tell you that travel industry is changing quicker every single day. So you're going to have to tune in next week to be able to get updates exactly. on this when we get it. But the EU thing, that's big news. That's really big news. And that's uh, definitely going to put a damper in the U.S. carriers. And just right. last year, 7.5 million Americans visited Europe in, I believe it was June and July. Yep. That's a lot Summer's of a big time, no doubt about it. So between the two of us, we definitely are keeping track of what's happening. And you're right, each episode, when you tune in, we're definitely going to have some updates, try to keep you all up to date. And like I said, earlier key thing is checking with your travel agent they'll have all the latest and greatest info exactly as i just mentioned from my agency the labakia travel standpoint we do a lot of europe a lot of international as well as the mexico and caribbean stuff so meanwhile i'm canceling vacations for july august and september for clients and reaccommodating them at other dates or getting refunds back who is flying this plane Okay, so we are very pleased to have a special guest with us today, our friend Michelle Payette. Uh, She is the business development manager with Playa Resorts. If you don't know, Playa Resorts is a really great chain of all-inclusive resorts. Great chain. Good description there, Tom. Great chain. And Mexico and the Caribbean. So, Michelle, welcome. Hey, Mitch. Hi, guys. My two favorite Toms in travel. Called Tom Squared. So I heard you have a cocktail already this morning. Did you say Michelada or Michelita? That's a Mexican drink, that right? I wish I had one. I feel oh, like yes. it would have been... That's her Spanish name, Michelada. Michelada. Michelada is what they call her in Mexico. Hey, Michelada. <laughs> hey, so Michelle, is today a big day for Playa Resorts? Oh my gosh, you have no idea. 
we've been waiting for this day since March 23rd, which is when we had to unfortunately close our resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean. But today we are reopening eight of our awesome resorts, all of them in Jamaica. And then we've got one, two, three properties, four properties in Mexico. So we are thrilled that this day is finally here. Hey, how many properties all together? I know you said you're opening eight of them, but what's our total number these days? Total number, we're at 18 all-inclusive resorts in Mexico, Dominican Republic, and Jamaica. Five different brands. So we've got the Hyatt, the Hilton, Panama Jack, Sanctuary Capcana, and then the Jewels in Jamaica. So something for everybody, adult-only, family-friendly, like I said, something for everybody. So is everybody at the corporate office excited about today? Is the buzz is it getting a little oh crazy? What's the deal? It's exciting. We had a call with operations yesterday just to hear about some of the plans at like Hilton Playa del Carmen, um, the property in Jamaica. I mean, obviously the staff has been out of work since March. So they, the on-site properties, the energy coming off of them is just incredible. We're saying for them to get back to work, to greet our guests with the service from the heart that we're kind of known for. So yeah, just all around, it's a really exciting day. So great job having me on. That's Tom B. He's all on the structure. You're the very first guest on Two Toms Talk and Travel. That is an honor. She's the first person flying this plane. I am taking that pilot seat and I am just excited. To we here. need to make you a plaque <laughs> or give you some type of award you know what or something. I, the description you gave and having been down to Jamaica and your property a few times down there and all the people that have been unemployed for these many months that nobody's been traveling that. Can't you just see like it taking three hours to get from your room to the beach? Because Playa is known for having the hand across the heart greeting from everybody you walk by. Not only the hand across the heart is going to be a great thing, but everybody's going to want to talk to you, right? And you're yeah. just going to be like, okay, I want to get to the beach. But you know what? The people, especially at that property in Jamaica, are so wonderful and they're just so interactive. Probably the biggest drawback of your whole vacation would be the amount of time spending talking to everybody while they make sure you have a great vacation. Yeah. And I love that because I love being like in Puerto Vallarta or Cabo. Like the people are just so great there and they want to tell you all about their destination. But I think one of the things that really does set us apart is our service levels. And the gesture that you mentioned, the hand over your heart, it's literally from the moment you walked in from our bellmen to our gardeners, to your wait staff, all the way to the general manager of the property. Every person you pass, they, they just, that's how welcome you into our heart. And it's super contagious. Do not leave our resorts and go back through customs and <laughs> you're giving the hand over the hearts of people. So it's a cool thing. Why is a lady pick and save not putting her hand over her heart every time I walk <laughs> by? You really get spoiled when you get back. Yeah, I'm very I'm jealous that I'm not getting the hand over the heart gesture today because there's nothing I'd rather be doing than hitting the beach. And, and one thing I love about Playa Resorts, especially the ones that I've visited, I thought the quality of the food was really, really good. Creativity. I thought there was yeah. a lot of good dining options, a lot of good eating options, a lot of good drinks. So, Well, both of you know that I'm not much of a foodie. I'm a, a <laughs> You're a chicken nugget girl. Pizza. I'm a chicken nugget girl. I'm on the kids menu, but that's what I love about our resorts is they have like something for everybody. So they have something, especially if you're going with your family. You've got your kids who want to dine with me and the chicken tenders. But then you've got those foodies out there who really want something different. Tom Collins, I know you had the opportunity to go down to our Hyatt Divas Lara and Capcana. Absolutely. Uh, my that new one favorite just opened. It's incredible. So that one just opened in November. It's our first one that we've ever built from the stand up. So the restaurants there, we really went outside the box. We have a French Tahitian restaurant. We have an Indian restaurant. The Indian restaurant actually has the facade of the front of a train, like the Orient Express, on the outside of the building. It is one of the most unique, welcoming signs when you're going into a restaurant that I've ever seen. 
Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we get rave reviews for it. So yes, Tom Russo, you are absolutely right. Food is one of our pillars of playa. Michelle, real quick on that, you brought up a great point about dining and kids and whatnot. Today's July 1, you're opening, it's a new world. What are we looking at for dining experiences? What's changing? Yeah, so we obviously had to roll out a whole safe state program that we're calling it. But basically, it's all new protocols that we've had to come. Two brands that we partner with. So one thing is we own all of our own resorts. But we partner with a lot of our properties with the Hyatt and Hilton name. And I will tell you, that really benefits us. Just that brand recognition. Some people are going to be nervous to be getting back out there and leaving the country. So what we're finding is people are really leaning towards American brands such as the Hyatt or Hilton in that all-inclusive world because they know we have to adhere to their standards. So Hilton, they partnered with Lysol and the Mayo Clinic. We can't get two bigger names Man, than that. the world is changing. Huh? Hey, we partnered up with Lysol. That's Woo! a big deal. Big name well, in business. I mean, I think that does help instill a little confidence for sure, knowing that. Whoever signs Mr. Clean is going to be seriously, that's some serious money right there, having him as your hotel brand face. No doubt. Totally. So we're putting those um, new protocols into all of our resorts. We get a lot of questions about the swim-up bars. Yes, we are opening with our swim-up bars. It's not going to be the swim-up bar in the past right now, so you're not going to be able to swim over there and congregate for eight hours of the day. You Something good about that, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Absolutely. <laughs> For all cleanliness purposes, <laughs> we get a lot of questions on our buffets. That's a popular option for people. So we are going to still have our buffets. They're just going to look a little different. They're not going to be self-serve as they have been in the past. We'll have the tempered um, glass up with one of our employees manning each station where they'll give you your plate and silverware. You tell them what you want on your plate. So we did not want to get rid of the concept of buffets. They're very popular. Some of the other changes, we at FIA usually don't require reservations anywhere. We are going to start accepting reservations just so we can, when we first open, we're not going to be at peak occupancy, obviously. So we know which restaurants to open, how many people we have, all that good stuff. The main thing we wanted to do is, yes, we want to make sure everybody's safe, everybody feels comfortable, but we're on vacation. We want to make sure they're still having a darn good time, right? Yes, absolutely. So, hey, Michelle, that's awesome. Thank you so much for those updates. Before we let you go, we got a lightning round. Oh. Ready? Here we go. These are pertaining to your properties. Number one, favorite beach? Juanillo Beach in Capcana. And again, these are all at your properties, right? Okay. Oh, sorry. Yes, at the High Flying Beaver Zora at Capcana. Favorite pool? Oh, pool. Punta Vista Pool. It's adults only at Turquoise, part of Hyatt Viva Cancun. Favorite restaurant? Oh, because you know I'm such a foodie. <laughs> I really like our food trucks that we have. But no, honestly, this will surprise you. The French restaurant in Jamaica at Hyatt Viva Zora Rose Hall. That does surprise me. I know. Favorite drink? Oh, everything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Favorite Tom? Ooh, I, I plead the fifth. And lastly, what's your favorite room category? Sanctuary Capcana for sure. Adults only. The Castle Island Suite. It's 5,500 square feet. Two bedrooms, two stories, and it comes with its own private island. So no brainer. Now that does not suck. That does not tell you at all. Michelle Payette, Playa Resorts, we love you. Thank you so very much for taking the time out to be with us today on Two Times Talk and Travel. Have a fantastic day. We will see you soon. Peace. Awesome. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Thank you so Bye much. Now. What's going on in your world? What's happening in your business? Any life? I'm excited. Light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, some life. Last week was a really good week, I think. We booked a new destination wedding, booked a couple of 50th anniversary or 50th birthday groups to Riviera Maya and Cancun for next year. Yeah, so people definitely showing 
some interest. Travel's a big thing. Being able to go on trips with your friends and really get out there and enjoy the the world is a huge thing. So I'm excited about our, that. Yeah. To our listeners out there, I mean, we're getting the calls, we're getting the interest, the demand starting to come up. So the people out there that love to travel and love to listen to two times talk travel, what you're seeing, what I'm seeing, other than what we talked about Europe, I mean, we're seeing the interest develop. And most of it's 2021 exactly. right now. Would you suggest that if you're thinking of that spring break in 2021, I mean, when do you think our listeners should start calling and checking and focusing on beach destinations similar to your brand? Yeah, I don't think it's too soon at all because looking at the deals that are out there, looking at the inventory, because with a lot of people moving their trips from 2020 into next year, there can be some stresses on inventory. So you don't want to wait too long because we're getting the pent-up demand. We're getting all the people who moved from 2020 and lots of groups have moved. A lot of destination weddings have moved. So if you really want to get the spot you like, I don't think it's too soon to start now. If you like the prices, if you like the resort options. What about concerns? Most of the people we've talked to, and that's the reason you use a travel agent. Somebody's going to be there to be with you through the whole process of the research, the booking, the policies. Now, more importantly, about the insurance. We've seen with the pandemic that many insurances don't cover refunds on this, but the tour operators like Apple Vacations, FunJet Vacations, they have these, and Delta Vacations have these cancel for any reason types of insurance. I mean, do you think it's wise? You said it earlier. If there's a set week you got to go, now's the time to book it Yes, and take the insurance. Exactly. Because insurance does protect you for the, not inexpensive, but fairly nominal amount of the insurance It's worth covering yourself and having that protection because ultimately if things do change, and you have canceled for any reason insurance, you can cancel your trip. You lose the price of the insurance, but in the big scheme of things, that's not huge knowing that you have your trip locked in. It's funny because I always like talk to my clients and say, you know what, we really recommend the travel insurance. And, and I'm like, I don't want it to sound like I'm the car dealer guy. It's like, oh no, I highly recommend you get the whole bottom of your car coated with the safety spray and everything for an extra $500. Or if you're buying a new stereo, we're going to get the coaxial cable insurance. This is something that would make a big difference in getting your money back and not to bash car dealers or stereo salespeople, but... Right. We know how the add-ons work, right? That's an add-on, right. With the insurance, man, after what we've experienced in the last four months, people that don't have insurance, there's a lot to lose there. Yep, absolutely. So keep that in mind. And then on another note, in terms of things looking up, I actually booked a cruise for myself. And I think you did too. I did, but you know what? Did you ever see, I'm a, I'm a reference guy, I always go back to, did you ever see the old Married with Children episode where Peg Bundy starts selling cosmetics and all of a sudden the cash starts flowing in and Al's like, oh my God, I can't believe you're actually really good at this. And she's like, oh, I'm wonderful. I'm like the top salesperson. And he opens the closet door. Well, she's been buying yeah, all her own products. Exactly. So I got Tom over here buying yeah. his own cruises on there. Yeah, so you're, exactly. you're, the, you're the Peg Bundy of so two we times get to, talking. Uh, we get to reschedule our Virgin cruise. Out of Miami. So. so you've never been on a cruise before? Well, not on Virgin. This is your first cruise. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I'm so, glad to hear you vote my confidence so, there. That yeah, that's pretty hilarious. funny. So December, yeah. When are you going? I'm going November 18 to 22, baby, right yeah. before Turkey Day. And I am jacked up. Yeah, me too. I heard there's going to be a lot of travel agents on those cruises. So, you know what? We're going to be trying to, some you know, our brethren will be on there with us. Could you yeah. imagine, as our listeners are out there, if we had like 20 listeners on that ship and then 900 travel agents, how all those yeah. travel agents would try to be poaching those 20 yeah. people? Well, we got to make sure we do an episode from the ship, uh, kind of share with everybody what that's all about. Because uh, from all the photos that I've and videos that I've seen on Virgin, it's 
Super cool. Scarlet Lady is Scarlet Lady is a beautiful, hip and trendy ship. It's funny because they were ahead of the COVID. I mean, when they came over, all their sterilization, cleanliness, eliminating single-use plastics and things like that was all in place. So it's great because now the new world fits right into their wheelhouse. And predominantly from cruise, this is a cruise line that doesn't have a buffet. This is changing the game. The beauty of the dining and the culinary experience on the Scarlet Lady is so cool because... And this is really why I was really the most excited about it is that they're actually replicating restaurants from around the world and they're going to make it the actual experience, not a cruise line experience where there's one kitchen or two kitchens that are supplying four different restaurants. These meals are made from scratch. They're signature dishes from these restaurants. And this sounds like I got a drinking problem as if the drinking before seven o'clock and being so excited that Delta's got booze back wasn't a red flag. Yes. but If you've ever been on a cruise, you'll notice there are no bars in any of the restaurants on ships. It's always a sterile dining experience, strictly dining. Well, the cool thing is they're bringing that vibe in. They're going to have the bars in these restaurants. So, hey, you know what? Nothing better than having a pre-dinner cocktail right at the bar inside there. Um, Don't get me wrong. All the other cruise ships always have another bar within stumbling distance of a restaurant, so it's not a problem. But the authentic, unique experience and eclectic experience each of these restaurants are bringing is just absolutely amazing yep absolutely i'm looking forward to that i can't wait how about the have you done any research on the bimini beach club i haven't it's Uh, part of yeah definitely it's on the uh i got key west and the bimini beach club so i gotta look at that bimini is for the cruisers out there the bimini is their private island so that and they have spent so much money and they have made this like and again virgin is an adults only cruise line so there's no kids this is like an adults Playground? Playground. Thank you. It's like an adult's playground on the beach. So you get that experience of people always complain that when you cruise, you don't really get the beach experience. Well, the Bimini Beach Club is that takes it to a whole new level. So I am jacked to see that. Me too. So it sounds like we're going to start getting out and about. Our fellow Americans are going to start getting out and about. And and I think as a a public service, I was reading an article this morning about 40 ways to spot an American tourist. Maybe it's stereotyping. Maybe it's true, not true. But I thought we should talk about this. I thought we should, just as a public service to all of our American friends out there as they prepare to travel. Please, please, please. please. So here's don't some, don't here's, here's be a, the ugly American. Yeah, here's some examples on how to... Actually, ugly Americans are even in America now. We're, we're here's everywhere, some top man. ways to spot an American tourist. And some of these you probably already know, but... Let's see. Test me. And we've seen this one. White socks with sandals. The only thing that makes that a little bit more interesting is the white socks with sandals is the camera around the shoulders or the non-hip fanny pack. Yeah, and the fanny pack is another one. And then the other part of that- fanny pack is back now. That's the thing. That's hip. It's hip and cool. Yeah, Lululemon has them for like $80 or whatever. I'm just freaking out. You know that, but I will take your word for it. I got a 15-year-old daughter. There you go. You spent a lot of time at Lululemon. (laughs) Not time, money. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Another part of that giveaway is- along with those white socks and sandals, is baseball caps. Apparently, we're big on baseball caps. Maybe the rest of the world doesn't wear baseball caps, but we do. I'm a big baseball cap wearer. I always wear but when I'm overseas, uh, backwards. You know what? My nose is so big, I don't need two things sticking that far out, so I always turn my baseball hat backwards, and it makes me feel a little bit better. But I try to minimize the amount of baseball hats I wear when I'm in Europe or overseas, so I don't stick out that much. Yeah, and then here's another one. Apparently, Americans are not as enthralled with soccer as the rest of the world yeah, or football, as they call it. So we apparently do not show the correct level of excitement. 
So that you would know when the table of Americans is in a yeah. pub in Ireland yeah, exactly. and the World Cup and, is going on. Yeah, and they're trying to get and they're the trying NFL. to get ice in their drinks. Yeah. yeah, and they're trying to get the NFL on the TV instead right. preseason of, instead of Manchester. So that's a big one. Oh, did you say ice in the drinks? I certainly ice did. is another one. Apparently, no one else likes ice. We love ice. Pack it. It's like secret sauce in Europe. I mean, if you can get somebody to give you ice, it's like, you know what? The one person there has got the recipe for it and they're very, very controlling of it. But it goes back with the mentality of Europeans. I mean, they don't have big refrigerators or freezers. Everything's minimum. They shop daily at the markets. They bring everything fresh and in and there's just not a whole lot of room for ice. Yeah, for sure. And, and here's another one. And I totally get this one. I'm guilty. And I don't know anyone who does know the metric system. Apparently we, in our education and how that whole thing progressed over the years, that didn't take really (laughs) no metric system concept. There you go. Here's another movie for you. A Royale with cheese. What's that? What movie is that from? They don't have a quarter pounder there. They have the metric system. What is it? I have no idea. Oh, come on. Pulp Fiction's the movie. You didn't see when Vincent's explaining. You have the, a million movie references. Oh, my God. You, we, you know we what? Start they ask you, this Vince, oh, you know what? They have the metric system over there. They don't know what the heck a quarter pounder is. That's why it's the Royale with cheese. Sorry. I got to no, get out more. that's all right. I no got to get out more. Okay, a couple more. There's a few more good ones just to make sure that everyone's prepared for their trip. So apparently, when Americans see other Americans abroad, they get excited. And that usually results in high fives. It's like the kindred spirits of America found each other on the street in Barcelona or whatever. And now we all got a high five. Honey, honey, come here. Meet John. I just (laughs) met him. I know. Yeah. I told him we're from Milwaukee. He's from Seattle. I mean, it's like we're neighbors. High five. And you're right. The high five on the street. Yep, absolutely. So the cargo shorts and a baseball hat that gave it away. Cargo shorts, baseball cap, fanny pack, ice in the drink. Loud. Yeah, Yeah. Loud. All those things. So, yes, you know, this list could just keep going. It does on go, on, go on, and on and on. And I mean, there was 40 things and we've only talked about a few. In all so. fairness, I could guarantee we could come up with a, maybe a smaller list of Italians or a smaller list of Spanish. But well, this is who we are and we're proud of it. We own it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we own it. And sometimes we think we own that country or that city yeah, or that yeah. restaurant or that bar. And so, yeah, it kind of brings me into as we wind things down here on the show. It's always one of those great segues just kind of my thoughts of the day and my feelings of what we do. We provide a great service and so many wonderful experiences to people. But the thing I always recommend to people, especially if they've gone for the first time, is be respectful. Be a good guest. Don't be an ugly American. Don't be the person that portrays a negative image. There's so much wonderful things out there. And if you got to suffer through something you're a little uncomfortable with, I guarantee you by the end of that experience, you're going to be a better person. Yeah, absolutely. And based on our conversations today, we, we talked about what we talked about with Michelle, the staff and the people in these countries are so excited for our arrival. They can hardly contain themselves in the, the level of just welcome, enthusiastic greetings that people are getting is amazing. And we definitely want to keep that. We want to keep that going and we want to have gratitude and really show these people in other countries how thankful we are for them as they open their countries up to us. Absolutely. We're the ambassadors. It's our job as travel agents to help you, the consumer and listeners out there, navigate your way through these places. First time, hundredth time, doesn't matter. There's always something we're going to, there's a value we're going to be able to provide to you. So, I mean, you can reach out to myself, Tom Carnes at Lamaki Travel. You can do Tom at LamakiTravel.com if you have any questions or any concerns. Yeah, same thing here. I'm Tom Brousseau at Sensational Beach Vacations or Tom at Sensational Beach Vacations is my email. So by all means, great thoughts, great talk. So awesome having Michelle Payette from Playa Resorts on with us today. She's our very first guest here on Two Toms Talk and Travel. So 
I hope you enjoyed that. And with that, we will sign off and we will see you soon on episode number three. Thank you all for listening. Be good. Be good.